When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I tell you what, you make a good point there, boys, because, you know, when you're ringside or at the game versus watching on TV, it could be very, very different. So for me, Sats, you were at the game. I was watching at home on TV, well, here in the studio on TV, for that matter, for Blues Radio. And look, regarding the score, I, I just think Blues should have won on points. Uh, what, what do you think, Sats? <laughs> <laughs> Did it look different live, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, it was, it's interesting actually seeing it live because... As you know, when you're there live, Joel, we've got the ability to see where they're short on numbers or if there's too many players around to play the ball and all those little tiny yep. intricate details of the game, which you know is, is great calling games live. But uh, when I was watching their live, it was interesting to watch how many New South Wales players had their hands on their hips and were, like to use AP's phrase, blowing seagulls yeah. during the game when – and you looked at Queensland, and they they and again playing at home. And this is only when it was four four nil, and then ten nil. Uh, I know you're playing at home. It seems like you're playing downhill. You're running downhill. Everything seems like you've got the wing, wind at your back. I know that when you you got the crowd on your side and and the adrenaline. But halfway through the first half, a ball would hit the ground, and there'd be two or three Queensland players yep. that were just scratching for it. But uh, a lot of New South Wales players standing around when Stephen Crichton made that break in the thirtieth minute four nil. I, I, I took notice to see what players were backing him up. There was half the New South Wales side basically stopped and just and were just stargazing. We just were fan watching. I said, on, saying, oh, "I've got to get there just in case." Boys, I said on crunch time, and he, he's been lauded for his chase, and fair enough too, because he, he had to chase hard. But remember, we used to do the hypotenuse and trigonometry and all those things at school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the angle, the angle. So yes. I've actually worked out the run meters. So Daly Cherry Evans actually runs, and it was only like a 60, 70-metre gallop. Mm. He actually runs about three metres short of Dallin. So he, yep. does have, he does have the advantage there. I'm not saying it wasn't yep. a great chase because it was a magnificent chase, but I'm just kind of protecting um, Stephen Crichton. He's a serious speedster. Yep. He, just, mm. he just had to give a head start away to Daly based on Pythagoras' theorem, that is. Although, should we, like a couple yeah. of weeks ago when we were all, we had Roger Fabri on and we were talking about the fastest men in the game. Like Stephen Crodden's not in the conversation no, 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 after no, being no. chased down by Daly Cherry Evans. No, 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 no. What's your takeaway? What, what, what do you do, Sats um, and AP, for game three? It's an unusual situation where the home team is trying to defend a clean sweep. What do you actually do? Mm. Well, go back to 2003 and go back to 2003, Queensland beaten game one, beaten game two in New South Wales. Now, do they try and save pride for game three or do they start blooding some players that we think we're going to use in years to come? So they debut a kid who's only played a handful of games for Melbourne by the name of Cameron Smith. Yeah. And the rest is history. So, you know, people say we've got to save pride. No one cares in five or ten years' time whether you're Queensland or New South Wales, whether you're getting beaten 3 0 or 2 1. You still lose the series. So, there's a big decision there for, for Brad Fittler and the selectors to say, well, do we, well, we've blood, we blooded one in Stefano, Yotoikamanu, and also Hudson Young. 
Now we decide, do we stick with those guys that we've blooded? Do we repay uh, Nico Hines for a and give him a shot based on his form over 18 months and see whether he can actually control a game if Nathan Cleary is not playing? So I think they're all fair arguments. I think you have to start blooding. Like the series is over. There's no there's no point being loyal to, to people who haven't done their job and they haven't done their job for a long time now. How, what's that? What, was that five out of the last six origins that are being lost now or, or something like that for yeah. New South Wales? So the, the loyalty card goes out the door now. They haven't done their job. And, you know, guys like, you know, Frizzell, who I, th- I think, for instance, he's, he's done a wonderful job at this time of his career. He's had a bit of a mini resurgence, but he's not part of the future. Like, you know, guys like him, you know, do you look at a Kalamatongi or an old Kawatu or other, other guys – um, you know, th- there's a few other question marks over s- some of the incumbents as well. So I-, I think you have to make changes and go out with a bang. That's the way Freddie came in. He came in and he blooded, I think, 11 debutantes yep. on debut. And it was a-, a wonderful new era, a fresh dawn for New South Wales. And go out that way. Boys, What? let me throw this at you and from a different lens. Now, we know Tommy Turbo's out for probably the season and they will get dispensation, which makes a lot of sense. But if I look forward to, um, what's the round? The round is round 19 of the National Rugby League. And on the Saturday, Parramatta Eels are taking on the Warriors. Parramatta, I don't think Mitchell Moses did anything to lose his spot. I thought he was okay, Mitchell Moses. But if you're Mitchell Moses, and this would be a massive call, but you're playing the Warriors on the Saturday, is it far more better leadership for him to go, listen, I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to have played for New South Wales and you selected me. But right now, we can't win the series and Parramatta need to win these games. So I can ill afford to be sat down against a Warriors team who are going to have nobody missing for state of origin. We've got a home game against them, which may have major ramifications on the top eight, top four, all those sorts of things. That's a big call, isn't it? To knock back a Blues yeah. jumper. Do you know what? I think it adds argument. You know, there's argument going around that it means more to Queensland and New South Wales. Yep. I, don't, I don't buy into that. I think it means more to both states, the most, the, all players involved. And everyone that misses out wants to play. But if you're a player that's going to knock back a Blues jersey, and I know it's, not, I know it's all about winning the comp as well, but if you're going to knock back a Blues jersey, it adds to the argument that it, the Blues jersey doesn't mean as much. I so also, if, you, yeah. if, if there is one on offer... You've got to grab it with both hands because you may never get another one ever again. Even though you are, in many ways, putting yourself yeah. before your club. I, I see it the other way, Shug. I reckon that – and I, I spoke to Trent Barrett about this, who's the assistant coach at, at Parramatta and does a lot of work with Mitchell Moses. He says, I actually reckon that Mitch Moses becomes a better player for us at club level yeah, yeah, I agree with that. for his experiences in the Origin Arena. Yep. And I think that he would – it would be massive. If he goes up – I know it's a dead rubber now – in in front of his home fans and steers New South Wales to a win, that's going to help his club. I know he's not going to be available for the, the Warriors and to mark up on on um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sean Johnson, yep. et cetera, et cetera. But I, I think that he gets so much more out of that um, than, than, than an extra game of club footy. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. But they have to win these games. Yep. You know, I, I do totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It's a tricky one, boys, isn't it? And and James Tedesco is the other one. Now, they don't have a game before that, um, but they do have a short turnaround on the Saturday. So I, 
Whew, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do. Is there some person that you think absolutely has to... See, I've been barking along the whole time, that, and it's no pun because he is a bulldog, but Matt Burton, and I'm not saying this post everything happening, and I still, with Luai in the side who can play nine, the one hooker was the go. It wasn't Nico on the bench. It was Matt Burton. With Matt Burton in the number 14, we had every scenario covered. I just felt, I felt so sorry for Damien Cook. Because he has worked so hard to get back into the Origin Arena, and that's basically cooked him through no fault of his own. Like they put him in in a position where he should never have been in. Um, you know, we had Cameron Murray and Isaiah who potentially could have played there, um, and and I think it just did him such a massive disservice. He did his best, but he may never play Origin again, and that's going to be his linger. That people will remember him for that unfairly. Uh, uh, <laughs> this one comes through. From 431. Hey, Joel, when I went to school in the 80s, the hypotenuse was the longer side of the triangle than the straight run Crichton ran. Not sure where you get the maths, the Hef. <laughs> okay, Hef, here's how I'll explain this. So Crichton will basically run in a pretty well straight line along the 10-metre train track. Now, the hypotenuse is ran by Daly Cherry Evans. If they both started at the exact same point, which was the 10-metre line, Hef, then you would be right that the hypotenuse would be run further. But he actually has a 8-metre start in the line of the field. So, therefore, the hypotenuse just falls short. So, that would explain that. So, they... you're saying the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of yeah. the squares of the two shorter sides. Correct. Stop it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Yeah, just checking. Yep. So, just a little mass <laughs> lesson for you, uh, Sat. So, if, if the longer side was 4 metres... And the other side was two metres. You'd have four times four, which is 16 on the long side. And on the short side, you'd have two times two, which is four. So then you'd have the sum, which is 20. Mm. And then you'd do the square root of that. Isn't that right, AP? 100%. Yeah. Mm. There you and go. what you do is you just chase them and you fold them. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, 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 right. Ki- that's coming from a good chaser and folder. One of the best. Uh, okay, Ilibana Eel. Where are you, Ilibana Eel? Uh, hey, Sugar, can you work out chase distance on Sattler, chase on Burns? Mm. Ooh, uh, no, I don't want to go down that path. Yeah. I don't want to do that at yeah. all, uh, Ilibana Eagle. It was uh, a very acute angle, wasn't it? 67 yeah. metres. 67 <laughs> metres. What, what was your maths? Just chase and go boom. Yeah. Chase and go and just fold them. Yeah. That's, That's your math. Okay, folder. What do you reckon about the, the man of the match? Uh, I... In the call here, I thought it was daily personally, but mm. uh, and I also thought it was Reese Walsh in the first game. Maybe I'm a little bit biased to the the backs, but both times a forwards got it. In the first case, Ruben Cotter, and this time Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins played 42 minutes. Did, did he? Mm. He had a barnstorming game, mm. but did he honestly have a bigger effect on the game than Daly Cherry Evans? Honestly, no, he didn't overall. But again, this is what Billy and the players are. These this is how they're they're. they're they're wired mm. as a group because it wasn't about Daly's chase, which is one of the big game turners in origin history. Uh, then the next set of six, he backs up an inside pass from Pat Carrigan. Nelly scores himself. They yeah. score mm. two tackles yeah. later. Uh, how he had enough energy to be able to do it, I don't know. But anyway, but, um, but Lindsay Collins did these tiny little things. There's one, there's one time when uh, he got, someone got beaten on the inside and Daly, and Lindsay Collins was defending where the back row would defend mm. and he came across and covered from the inside. He picked up a, a ball off his toes. He's six foot five and runs another 30 metres. There was one set of six when Queensland were really struggling. I think it was 16-4, it was I think. It was 16-6 it was. And he picked the ball up, tackle four, 
and just took off and made a 20-metre run. Then Mo Fatawaka made another run, and Daly was able to get a really good kick away. So there's a little tiny effort here, as I suppose, that the players looked at. For me, Pat Carrigan was the best on the field, uh, just ahead of Daly Cherry Evans. Mm. But again, it's... I think there were so many good Queensland players that I don't think many of them would have been under a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. That whoever you gave it to, I think everyone would agree. On the flip side, try to give me a Brad Fittler medalist. Honestly, based on the first Payne two Haas. games, I would. Well, Payne Haas, the other guy, probably the only other guy in contention is Liam Martin, who yeah. can't even get himself into the starting side. Yeah. Like it's, mm. it it speaks to the fact that they've got their selections wrong, their bench wrong. Um, you know, that we're talking – yeah, I thought Haas was, was particularly good, particularly in the second game. But um, Liam Martin was a machine. Yeah. And, and Cameron Murray, like, didn't get on in the first half. It's just – just seems such a waste. Yeah. My, my, my thing was with the, the dummy half situation, uh, a lot of people are saying about Cook being in the centres, but more so, Sats, we were, were down by 10 and we just didn't look like – Robson had a great, tough game. Yeah. And I'm not, mm. not at all questioning that. However – we needed a bit of speed and zap out of dummy half at that point. We we need, we, we just didn't look like. Well, that was the plan, wasn't it? That's yeah. the reason why the two hookers were picked. So, and I know they planned for it throughout the week because Damien Cook was the one quick enough to be able to defend a a swooping Reese Walsh using his speed. So Damien Cook was going to be the player that was able to be able to subdue that. And I, and I get the I get the thought behind it and the thinking behind it from Freddie and Brandy and Co. Uh, but in saying that, it takes away from what your major threat was initially going to be, which was Reese Robson's going to lock up the middle defensively the first 20, 30 minutes, and then hopefully we've won the battle in the middle, and then we go, bang, let's inject Damien Cook and get this up here. And that's that's 4-0 at that stage, the 30th minute. But did we get two clever sets? Like it, the reason I was against – I love Nico, but the reason I was against him uh, being in the side in the first case – uh, was he's a right-sided player and plays a very similar role to what um, Cleary does. This is the first game. And the second game, and a game why I wanted Burton for both, is we easily could have pushed Luai to give, whether it was Cook or whether it was Appy, a 10-minute spell, you know, to freshen them up a little bit. So in the second game, start Cook. Let's not get too clever. Put Burton on the bench. When Cook knocks up, push Luai into d- dummy half, and then we've got a ready-made number six ready to go. That didn't pan out that way because Turbo comes off. Well, same scenario. Burton just jumps into left centre where he almost won a Clive Churchill medal. And for me, oh, just it was a bit frustrating to watch. And I know it's easier for us from the sidelines. But anyway, have you say, is there anyone who must be in this side for game game three? Well, got, we've got a, a text there, which is from Mark. I'm not a South supporter, but my lock for Origin 3 is Campbell Graham. He mm. says Kulamatangi as well, but he and he may be a, a blooded player. But in saying that, I, I think I think he is an absolute lock. I think he should yeah. be packing his bag right now. Well, first and foremost, Gottrell Mitchell's not going to be there. The um, there's been an update on his calf injury. He's definitely out of Origin three, and he will not return and to the NRL until at least round twenty one. So at wow. least a month out. So all of a sudden, there's a space there. Campbell Graham seems like the obvious p- person to fill it. Where's Katani Staggs in this chat? He's had a he's had a great year as well, um, and he's he's played I think just the one Origin game to yep. date. Um, yep. But I don't know, is probably on form. You could probably make a, a case for both of them, but I'd I'd be going Campbell Graham. I, I see him as a a long term future investment in New South Wales. The other thing that I was um, pushing as well was I would have gone Crichton right wing, pushed Toa back to the left, 
because we we just needed that big carry at the back of the field. It, it, both games did not suit the Fox at all. Yep. So there's a big case. Um, I, I know Suali'i is, is out suspended, but as a Queenslander, I feared Suali'i being picked in game one on the wing. I don't feel you, he's been in in the sort of form nah. that you could pick him for as a origin. Center, I, totally I, agree. I don't think you could. As couldn't... a centre, but as a winger, where he's where your job is a little bit more streamlined and he's he's carry backs on kick returns and tackle twos and and, and in in the high ball, I I actually feared Joseph Suali being picked. But if you're picking for the future, um, I mean, we don't even know definitively if he's going to be playing for the Roosters next year. Mm. I know I know that he's contracted and he says he's going to fulfil it, but. He's not a long-term prospect, and I, I'd, if I was a Campbell Graham or a, or a Katoni Staggs or someone like that and missed out to, to him, I'd be filthy. Game one or two, I'm talking about game one or two, when you're not picking for the future, you're picking to win the series. Game three, obviously, it's not a solution to, to pick him because it just doesn't make sense. But game one or two, when you're trying to win a series, I, yeah, I, I was glad he wasn't picked as a Queenslander, to be honest. Sats, so I went to a dinner and uh, Wally Lewis was the guest speaker. I had the pleasure of getting to interview him. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, there's, there's all oh, great all this talk around, you know, Queensland want it more. And, and like what you said, he said, I don't actually believe in that. But he said, what? I said, so why is, why is the difference? Why do Queensland have the upper hand when we tend to have more players typically to pick from? And he said, well, I don't know the answer, but what I think it is, is that, you know, the way in which the Queenslanders act, he said he's never seen once publicly the Queenslanders go after each other. You know, mm. he's never actually seen that. And he said with New South Wales, there seems to always have been a recent um, melee or um, – well, think about – so just before the origin selection, you had Moses and Burton carrying on to each other. Luai's been bagging out other New South Wales. You don't tend to see that with the Queenslanders. And I think it does play a part, you know. And what did you make of that post from Jerome Lawoy? Um, for myself, I think if he had his time back, he'd probably probably change it. To be honest, uh, I'll look at it from two ways. Uh, if you don't like what people are, are directing at you on social media, and albeit from all reports, though, it's pretty heinous some of the stuff that's being said to him as well. So I get it, you want to respond, but if you don't like the material that's being said about you or to you, don't add fuel to the fire by adding content that's going to, I suppose, um, try and look down on, on people, people who work hard jobs and condescend people, if that makes sense. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I, I like that he tries to play, that he's comfortable playing public enemy number one. I, mm. I think we don't see enough of it. And, and we always, we talk about leading into origin that we don't see enough of players having a go at each other. I know he's not having a go at players. He's having a go at people in general public, which I don't think was right. But in saying that, um, you know, it's just a cesspit sometimes, isn't it, the way it's used. And if you, if you don't agree with it, don't respond to it. But in saying that, I sort of like the I like the public enemy number one where he, he's comfortable with people disliking him. He sort of feeds off it. It, it, it fuels him, if that makes yeah. sense. Can I just say this on social media? And the NRL, by the way, do a magnificent job and have done for a long, long time when it comes to um, all things in, in the best welfare of the kids, of the players, that is. But a lot of these, Jerome Lua, as an example, players can come addicted to stuff they post and all the slaps on the back. So that's part of playing rugby league and being a first grader. You're going to get a lot of slaps on the back. And I think that we need to educate these young people, both the women and the men, that, okay, you're going to enjoy the slaps on the back when you score. And and you can't get too invested 
as to a person bagging you. There may be people bagging you, but as someone once said to me, what people think of you is none of your business. You know, like what sort of person who says vile and stuff, could you just imagine the person sitting behind that keyboard? So who gives the rats what they think or say? They want to elicit a reaction. So who gives the rats? Like, So these players have got to get a bit more tougher and go, okay, well, if somebody's writing this type of tripe, what kind of person are they really? So send them a love heart. Say, like, oh, sorry, feel so sorry for you that you feel the need to make yourself feel better by writing this tribe. If you get offended by it, think about all the bloody slaps on the back you've been getting. You know, it's, we, we can be too precious, honestly. We can. And don't worry, I've copped a stack of baggings on social media. And one of the things I'll do to make myself feel better, I'll go through the person's thread on the occasion and 90% of what they're writing is negative. So it's on them. Who gives a rats? I agree with you, Sugar. If you send them back a love heart, yep. that's the only thing you can do. Yep, that's it. Send Fe- them back a love heart. Yep, I feel sorry for you, mate, that uh, your life is comes down to getting enjoyment out of trying to bag people. But for me, I send you love and hopefully your life improves. That would jam them more than trying to bloody take the bait. Silence jams them more. Silence jams them more. Yep. Uh, I'm not really good at that, though, AP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I would be better at that, sure, but I'm God. not. Yeah. The, the biggest news of the week is what? In your household. No, 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 no. Uh, run 300 01 1170, <laughs> the run home with Joel. It's not the run home. So you've rattled me, Sats. It is uh, cr- crunch time. A break it back with more.